with today's Jaldi 5. Here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Welcome back to Jaldi 5, where we curate five stories for you that aren't the headlines, but we hope will enlighten and entertain you. We get them from all over the world for your listening pleasure. I'm Tarana. I'm Jaggu. And once you've had a listen, we encourage you to keep them in mind for the next time you're in a conversation with friends and colleagues, where you'd like to throw in something interesting that's you know beyond the regular stuff. Let's get you started with your five for today. Number five. Election season has arrived with the Election Commission announcing voting dates across India in seven phases, spread over April and May. The world's largest democratic voting exercise means a lot to the citizens of the country, but also, given its size and dynamics, will be observed by the world not only for the magnitude of the process itself, but also for the impact that the results will have. Given that the world is watching, it's really up to us to make sure it's a clean, fair election with no hanky panky. Now, given that there's a certain type of politician who cannot be trusted. to keep it clean there are rules in place and their activities will be monitored one of those rules is a spending cap on campaigning of 70 lakhs per candidate even within that there are limits on what you can spend on individual items for instance the ghaziabad district administration has undertaken an extensive market survey to fix prices on everything from samosas to suvs and campaigners are expected to not spend more than the prescribed amount on those items samosas and bread pakodas are capped at 10 bucks a piece laddus and Alu shahi are at 200 rupees a kilo while kaju barfi for those who cannot be kept happy with the aam janta type mithai is pegged at 750 rupees a kilo there's also fruits for the diet conscious or those with health issues apples are at 100 rupees a kilo bananas and guavas are at 50 rupees a dozen and vehicles always a big part of campaigning on ground also have their own budgets renting anything from a maruti 800 to deluxe buses on a daily basis has been benchmarked at a 1000 to 10000 rupees and if you're posh like that Then SUVs like Fortuners, Pajeros and Mercedes can cost anywhere between 8000 to 12000 rupees. Very kindly, they've also accommodated for extra charges beyond 200 kilometers. And the Punjab State Election Commission has issued its own list earlier with 171 items that nominees are likely to incur expenditure on. Bread pakoda and samosa with sauce for 10 rupees. Don't miss the sauce. We are nothing if not detail oriented. Tea for 8 rupees and coffee for 12. Kachoris for 11, paneer pakoda for 12 and a plate of chole bature for 30 bucks. And in a nod to cutting edge technology, drones have been allowed and the cost is pegged at a maximum of 950 rupees an hour. And according to the chief election officer of the state, each candidate will have to maintain a register of expenses and submit a list regularly. Besides that, they've also appointed an expenditure observer to make sure candidates it's don't overspend i'm wondering if this can be circumvented by you know using the barter system i could give them a drone for an hour in exchange for 30 plates of chole bhature and then there won't be any cash expenses in the books and it's because of people who think like you jaggu that they've had to come up with all these rules in the first place number 4 There's plenty of sports that involve some kind of violence as part of the game. Things like martial arts, boxing, rugby, and on occasion a particularly enthusiastic game of Pictionary. But it's rare to have a sport that is specifically and only about contestants hurting each other. And so we have the male slapping championships in Russia, where the rules are pretty simple. Two men stand in front of each other across a small table and slap each other until one of them concedes. Now these crazy competitions have been happening all over Russia. The most recent one was in Krasnoyarsk, which hosted the Siberian Power Show Sports Festival. These competitions tend to happen at sports expos which have a lot to do with power sports, patriotism and a display of the strongest men in Russia. So make no mistake, it's not a bunch of lightweights who just indulge in a little
little bit of a slap fest for general entertainment. These are hatta-katta bare-chested fellows who can whack back as hard as they can take them. By the end of the contest, there's plenty of bruised and swollen faces all around. There is an attempt to make it look professional, but sometimes the professionalism fails along the way. In a video floating around of an earlier contest, the announcer starts off by telling the contestants, "I want you to keep it friendly." And then right after, proceeds to tell the crowd, "The louder you are, the harder they smack." So let's hear it. And while most professional sports have a coin toss to decide who goes first, in this particular contest, it was decided by a game of rock paper scissors, which would be very cute if what followed wasn't so brutal. Though it has some way to go before contestants make the kind of money that professional athletes in other sports do. Winners in the slapping championships take home about twenty-five to thirty thousand rubles, which works out to about that much in rupees also. Given that it's peanuts compared to some other sports, clearly these guys are only playing for pride and pain. Number three. Kids in their mobiles. What can you do? It can be frustrating getting them to focus on something else. Confiscating their phones can lead to arguments, and sometimes you just have to let it go. But a father in China came up with a novel solution. When his daughter would constantly get distracted by her phone while she was doing her homework, he got the pet dog involved. As any good parent, he wanted his daughter to focus on her daily homework, so he trained their pet to guard his child against using her phone. The little girl would do her homework working on a low desk, so the family pet would literally stand on his hind legs in front of the desk with his paws on the table. You literally cannot get more closely supervised than that. And it seems to have worked out quite well, according to her dad. She's gone from getting distracted and dilly-dallying over her homework to concentrating on the work she's doing. It's worked out for everybody except for the dog, maybe, who's probably wondering how he signed up for. This nonsense, man. Number two. The thing with the Indian education system is that sometimes it just doesn't appreciate creativity. Even in exams, where the answers can be subjective, a student is expected to give only the predetermined and specific answer to any question. However, social media in the country is nothing like the education system. So they have gone to town hailing a student in Kerala who answered a question on the Ramayan by using references from blockbuster movies like Bahubali, Pulimurugan, and KGF. The exam was in Malayalam. And he gets to the spirit of things right away. His answer begins with the sentence: "It is better to cut the heads of people who doubted the modesty of Sita," which is a reference to the iconic dialogue from Bahubali. The conclusion. He then refers to Lord Ram as gangster as he came to war with a strong Vanar army led by Hanuman. However, he considers Ravan a monster as he came alone. This gangster monster reference is originally from the Kannada movie KGF. Then, quoting the style adopted in Pulimurugan, the student wrote that Ravan is a man with ten heads who is a rare. Combination of intelligence and strength. The essay ends with a punchy dialogue, very similar to the one from KGF. Again, the ten people Ravan had beaten up were all kings. He was the real dawn of Lanka. Cowards die a thousand times, but brave people die only once. Ravan's life was great. Now, even though from the photo of the answer paper, where it looks like this unnamed sensation got a score of one mark out of eighty, with a big red line drawn across his answer, on social he's a rock star. Plenty of people are urging film production houses to take note of his talent. Even popular filmmaker Ranjit Shankar called him a screenplay writer in the making. You know, I think this young chap has his career cut out for him. That professor who failed him in the exam na has absolutely no eye for talent. I tell you. Number one. And finally, spring break was last week, where kids all over get a week off to go nuts and have a ball. One of them, in particular, 19-year-old Haley Hofkin, went nuts enough that now she has her own title. She's the flagpole girl. Now, Haley is a medical student, so we can assume that she is an intelligent girl and someone who can differentiate smart from stupid. But hey, it's spring break. Why be smart when you're meant to be stupid? So, hundreds of kids are on a beach at South Padre Island in Texas during spring break. Everyone's having a good time. Adrenaline is running high. Some are. 
probably high on other stuff too. Who knows? Anyway, there's a flagpole. And that's where it gets interesting. There's girls trying to climb the flagpole, not getting very far up. Then Haley says she could probably do much better, and of course her friends encourage her, and so she goes for it. To be fair, she did get almost to the top of the pole to loud cheers all around, and then. You know how this will end, don't you? Because of a strong gust of wind and probably because a flagpole is meant to hold the weight of a flag and not a full-grown person, the pole collapses and of course she comes down with it. Fortunately, not too much damage done given the height she fell from. It seems she tore a couple of ligaments in her leg and she said that the sand felt harder than she thought it would. When she was being interviewed by the press, she was asked if she had been drinking and responding with a wiseness beyond her years, she said, "I can't answer that question." So basically that means yes. Obviously. Now that video has been viewed hundreds of thousands of times on social. So clearly she's turned out to be the flag bearer of this year's spring break, literally as well as figuratively. Leaving you to reminisce about the wildest thing you done as a student. It's a wrap on Jaldi Fi for today. Keep our chosen topics in mind for your next coffee break and be set to engage and entertain. We also love to hear from you so please note Jaggu is Jagguism on Insta and Twitter and across social I'm at Tarana Raja. Get in touch please. You can also follow Book My Show on Facebook, Insta and Twitter for all updates. And do check out our longer order show called The Odd Couple also available right here on Book My Show. A new episode will be out tomorrow. Until next time, I'm Jaggu. And I'm Tarana. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Jaldi five with Jaggu and Tarana exclusively on Book My Show, where all you gotta do is hashtag just press play.